You're listening to Kyle Warren. So now wait, let me get this straight. The Inflation Reduction Act was there to make sure that everything was going to be rosy in the economy, that we weren't going to have this problem anymore, this transitory problem of inflation. Well, folks, as I look around, I just open my front door and walk outside. I don't see anything to indicate that we are going to be okay with inflation, not with these rate hikes, not with the stock market drop-off, all these things. But the Democrats keep telling us it's okay. It's all right. Nobody panic. Stay with us, folks. All right. Welcome, everyone, around the globe and across the net. It is the Friday-slash-weekend edition. That's right, folks. It's the day of the week when we keep you entertained and informed a little bit more than we do throughout the rest of the week, if that's even humanly possible. And as always, we do our level best send you off into your weekend with a smile. Oh, thank you very much. A singing host making his contractually mandated and obligatory appearance here on the program. Folks, it's great to be with you. It is the weekend edition of the Kyle Warren Show. I'm Kyle Warren. Glad to be with you, of course, and thank you once again for tuning in on this Saturday, September 24th, 2022. Do you know what this means, folks? Do you know what this means? We're almost to October. That means that that means, that's right, you're going to start seeing the Christmas decorations <laughs> at, at the big box stores, at the Home Depots, and so forth, because Halloween already been there, done that pretty much already, even though it's still a month away, but you know when Halloween's around, you know that Christmas is right around the corner, and this year is going to end up pretty quick, I think. I really do. Time is just running, it seems to me, at least, at an accelerated rate, um, And uh, but we're here with you, and we are going to have a great program today. Thank you once again for joining us. We're going to talk about the economy, of course. We're going to talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden made a creepy, weird statement. We actually have a clip of that for you, uh, the latest in Joe Biden's creepy, weird statements. Also, we're going to talk about a couple of other factors that seem to be uh, coming to bear. There is, and I have to tell you, it's rumor, but it's a rumor about what might be going on in China. I don't really think it is necessarily but we'll tell you what the rumors are anyway about uh, President Xi in uh, in China. Also, also uh, in Iran, we understand that these protests that are that are happening are really shaking things up in Iran in terms of where the Islamic Republic is. And uh, to a great degree, you know, hopefully we will see some real change some somewhere down the line here. Hopefully in the near term in Iran from the oppressive regime that dominates over the people there ever since the Islamic Revolution, I believe back in 1979. And uh, so we've come a long way. And that's one of the reasons, folks, why you don't want to have the sweetheart deal to the Iranian regime in Tehran, the sweetheart nuclear deal that the Biden administration keeps wanting to put us in. President Trump, of course, rightly took us out of that. And uh, because for obvious reasons, 
Uh, we can't trust the regime in, in Tehran for obvious reasons. We can't do that. We know what they want to do, especially if they obtain or develop a nuclear weapon. Some say they're very far along. They may have already done it for all we know. But of course, one of the big factors there too is Israel. And uh, Israel will act, and we'll talk a little bit more about that here as we go through the, uh, through the program today. But as I was talking about in the introduction... Uh, I was talking about in the introduction, you know, this transitory inflation problem, I guess, that we have um, is is really on everybody's minds. And it's not transitory. In fact, if we take a look at what some of these economic experts are talking about and we're taking a look at, uh, uh, at, at just where the markets are going and what the feeling is out there, Inflation and the economic problems that we're experiencing now may turn out to look like a walk in the park as we get six, eight, nine months down the road, right? Because right now, you've got a lot of people in terms of the consumer spending who I think are helping to prop up the economy because they continue to spend. Uh, and in some cases, they may be dipping in to their uh, savings account. They're still running up on credit cards because they're maintaining their level of spending to a great degree, even with the inflationary prices. But that can't go on forever. I don't think that can go on for just several more weeks. I think it's going to be a real turning point um, and especially as we get into the holiday season, and then extra spending is always on the table there because of Christmas time and so forth. And you might fa- find that some people are just going to start making some real different choices. They are going to uh, pull back. They're going to pull back for good reason because the cost of living is just atrociously going up. Their wages aren't making uh you know they're they're not uh, they're not going up commensurate with the cost of living and people have to start making some real choices fuel prices seem to be going back up again i know this to be a fact just in my backyard here in southern california and i know that southern california um overall is much more expensive in terms of gas prices than other parts of the nation but even relatively speaking when gas jumps 10 cents overnight uh, in some cases, and that that actually happened the other day. It was five twenty nine. Okay, it was five twenty nine. Now it's five thirty nine, and that literally happened overnight, just a couple of days ago. And um, so once it starts heading up like that again, um, you know, people start to really notice. And by the way, you know, the administration likes to say things like, "Well, gas has come down for the thirtieth straight day in a row," or something like that. But it's still what more than half, or you know, twice the what it used to be uh, when uh, Joe Biden took took uh, took office. Um, so they, they can't really get away with the notion that well, don't worry, the prices are coming down when they're still so astronomically high that you have to make choices about what you're going to buy at the grocery store because it's not just about the gas; it's about how much stuff costs at the grocery store, and on and on it goes. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how Biden continues uh, to try to give you, you know, paint a, a real rosy picture uh, of uh, what's happening, and of course, the other day, Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre over at the White House, she talked about, well, you know, this is why Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act and no Republicans voted for it. 
Well, I got news for Corinne Jean-Pierre. The Inflation Reduction Act didn't didn't do anything. It's not going to do anything to reduce inflation. Stay right there. We got lots to talk about. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. (laughs) Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is. And thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards, for that great introduction and liner there. We'll hear a brand new Edwards Notebook here in just a little bit. And folks, thank you once again for listening to the program. And by the way, you can find out more about the show simply by going to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. There you can uh, subscribe to the podcast. You can send me a direct message. You can do all kinds of other stuff right there at kylewarrenshow.com. And, of course, we keep going up and up and up, just like the music is doing right there. And we keep going up and up and up on this program for one reason and one reason only, and that is you, the listener. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for telling your friends about the program, uh, for uh, for uh, forwarding it on social media, uh, for, again, just sort of being there, sending us messages. And welcome to everybody, by the way, who's 
hearing this program and finding this program from my appearances on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program with host Captain Matt Bruce, heard, of course, on Salem stations, also along the GCN network as well. And all of that, of course, happens six nights a week, emanating from his flagship station of AM860, The Answer, right there in Tampa, Florida. The Captain's live on the on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. We're live on both coasts, six nights a week. And the Captain and I tell you everything that's happening. We bring you the breaking news because the news breaks overnight in America. Everything happens on this program, of course, from 2 a.m. Eastern to 6 a.m. Eastern. Uh, again, six nights a week, uh, and uh, so you definitely want to check it out. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com. We have links there where you can listen to the Captain's Flagship Station of AM860, The Answer. You can also tune in to the GCN Network feed, and we have a link there as well. And on that feed, the show keeps playing over and over again, and then, of course, when it comes up live, it's live right then and there. So wherever you are, uh, you can tune in to the program. You can also call into Opine. We love to get calls, and uh, so once again, thanks again to everybody finding this program uh, from my appearances on the Captain's America Third Watch. And by the way, Captain Matt Bruce has a message for everybody here on the Kyle Warren Show, and he wanted me to tell you about the good people at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell. Of course, the MyPillows, the Giza Sheets, the Slippers, uh, all these different great products from MyPillow, the towel sets. And by the way, Mrs. Professor, uh, as you know, I'm the professor of politics on the uh, captain's america third watch and mrs professor she loves her uh her uh, my pillow slippers she has the original slippers uh they keep her feet uh, warm just great and uh, so you definitely want to check them out they have some all new slippers there right now at mypillow.com as well we also sleep on the giza sheets every night everybody in my family has a my pillow and we have the towel sets let me tell you about these towel sets. They are the greatest towels that we've ever had. And I wouldn't, I would never go get another, uh, another bath towel set ever, uh, simply because these towels from my pillow really fit the bill. They're everything that you see in the commercials when Mike Lindell tells you about them. And so you definitely want to go there. Now, when you go to mypillow.com, go to the my, uh, pardon me, go to the radio listeners specials page. You might need to scroll down a little bit. Go to the Radio Listener's Specials page and then click on all the stuff that you like. Put it in your cart. And then here is the most important piece of information. When you go to checkout, use the promo code CAPTAIN. That's the promo code CAPTAIN. And uh, you're going to save a lot. You're going to get the deep discounts, save a lot of money, and uh, you want to use promo code CAPTAIN. Also, if you go to mystore.com, which has a whole other plethora of products and so forth uh, for your home and uh, and so forth, you definitely want to check out mystore.com as well. Use the same promo code CAPTAIN. And if you don't want to go on the Internet and put your credit card information in to make a purchase, simply call them on the phone, 1-800-641-5459. That's 1-800-641-5459. And again, use the promo code CAPTAIN. They'll help you out, and you'll be helping out this program. You'll be helping out the Captain's America Third Watch, and we all go up together. And that is exactly what the captain likes to talk about as well. Onward and upward, we all go. So, once again, thanks for listening. Let's get back to it here. You know, we were going to talk about a little bit about what Joe Biden uh, was uh, was saying. Uh, about the economy. Now, this from the Washington Examiner. As rising interest rates join the highest inflation in decades as a pinch on the public's wallets, President Joe Biden and his team are rolling out a novel response. 
telling voters less than two months before the midterm elections that everything is pretty good. (laughs) Inflation rate month to month was just an inch, hardly at all. Biden said when asked about the 8.3 annual inflation rate and what he could do better and faster, quote unquote, to bring grocery bills down. Quote, one, this is one of the strongest job markets we have seen on record, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters on Friday when asked about falling stock markets. So, given, and presumably she's reading this from the book, right? She's reading, well, the binder, the binder. I have never seen, my friends, anybody who has to refer to the binder uh, more than, than Karine Jean-Pierre. And, you know, I, I feel really bad about it. Uh, it only in the sense that it just seems like she's out of her element. You know, I've talked about her before, uh, but it just seems like she's out of her element. She can't really speak extemporaneously on these subjects. She can't um, handle the uh, the the very uh, you know the incisive questions and so forth. She's got to look down at the at the binder, man. She's got to look down and look at it and say and say, okay, what does the binder say? It's like consult the binder, the binder of all knowledge. The binder will will now tell us. And uh, maybe we just need I don't know just various people to read the binder. Or how about this? Just save a step. Just save a step and give the binder to <laughs> to the press. <laughs> See here, here, Peter Ducey, you, you read the binder. This will save us a lot of time. And um, But of course, it shouldn't just be in the binder, right? So anyway, she goes on. She says, so given the encouraging initial signs that we have seen on inflation and the continued strength of growth in the job market, so we believe in the transition remains possible. <laughs> I don't, so, wait a minute. I'm just going to read that again. <laughs> I'm just going to read that again. So given the encouraging initial signs that we have seen on inflation... Okay, I got to stop right there. What encouraging initial signs are we seeing on inflation? Can anybody enlighten me as to what that might be? Or better yet, somebody put it in the binder and and give it to Corinne Jean-Pierre. Uh, okay, so here we Okay, in all seriousness, let's go back to this quote. So, given the encouraging initial signs that we have seen on inflation and the continued strength of growth in the job market, so we believe in the transition remains possible. <laughs> Direct quote. She said when asked about the Federal Reserve projections that the economy will economy will grow just point oh just point two percent for the entirety of the year and then one point two percent for next year. First inflation was supposed to be transitory. Now the whole economy is in, in transition, the author of the uh, of the article says. Um, you know, I, I I seem to recall this as well. I, I remember that. Back during the days when George H.W. Bush was running for re-election, right? When George H.W. Bush was running for re-election, um, they were out there touting, what was it, 2.2% growth or something? And what was the whole thing back then? It's the economy, stupid. And 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 they were trying to tout 2.2% growth. Well, here's, here's the projections looking at 1.2% growth for next year. And it's all good. It's, it's you know and why is it all good because of the double standard because it's the democrat administration in office and you got to find ways to bend yourself into a pretzel uh politically and and with your thought process so that you can try to make it look like and make people have to kind of believe a little bit that everything's getting better it's okay it's all fine whatever what are these republicans telling you 
God, the economy is bad. Oh, pish posh. The, you know, right? Pish posh. That's really, I think, what they're saying. Um, so back to the article, given the low unemployment rate seen under Biden since the COVID business closures wound down under and under former President Donald Trump before they started in the first place, there is probably some truth to the argument that the natural state of the economy in general and the jobs market in particular is strong when there is neither a virus nor bad government policies mucking it up. But we do keep ending up with these two factors interrupting economic growth, which is why the real clear politics average shows just 38.7% approving Biden's stewardship in this area compared to 57.9 who disapprove biden's economic approval rating is worse than his approval overall inflation is the economic problem that most vexes biden and his party in the run-up to november its persistence despite repeated white house assurances that the spike in consumer prices would soon run its course has forced the federal reserve into particularly aggressive interest rate hikes these moves would surely slow down the economy which is already experienced two quarters of negative growth and may lead to a recession. Well, of course, in so many ways of looking at it, um, it's certainly if this was a Republican administration, they'd say two negative quarters of or two quarters of negative growth would equal a recession. But again, we don't live in that world. We live in the, the fantasy make-believe world of the Democrat administration. Folks, stay right there. We'll be right back right after this. Lots more to talk about on this weekend You're edition. To Kyle Warren. Hi folks, this is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more, so stay right there. Hi folks, this is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on the Kyle Warren Show. If you have patriotic leanings and oppose the current abusive and socialist tendencies of the rogue federal government, what's going to happen when they come for you? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook being brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. It doesn't matter if you are a former president, a good police officer, a media truth teller, or Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. The Biden administration's FBI government bullies may pay an unfriendly visit to your residence for a raid. Just recently, FBI bullies raided Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene's Florida residence, not because of anything illegal or traitorous like the Biden regime, but because she has led GOP criticism of federal law enforcement, especially after the unannounced search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. Representative Green understands the nature of the globalist leftist persuasion of the FBI, CIA, NSA, Alphabet, Soup, Intelligence Agencies. They are all corrupt, self-serving, and above all, anti-American. The Founding Fathers plainly stated only a good moral society will remain a free society that keeps government in check. Hopefully, for our own good, we will soon restore morality. If not, forget about it. I'm Rod Edwards. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. You're listening to Kyle 
All right. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue to race through and rock it through this a weekend edition, the Friday slash weekend edition of the Kyle Warren Show. And once again, go to KyleWarrenShow.com. There you can subscribe to the podcast. You can also uh, find out about sharing the program on social media, uh, send the link uh, and so forth to your friends. We really appreciate it when you do it because you're helping us to grow the program and we really do appreciate and rely on you uh, for that. And then also you can find us as well, of course, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Podcast Republic, on Spotify, and of course our home at podbean.com. Go to kylewarrenshow.podbean.com. And uh, so there are many different ways to listen and subscribe to the program. And once again, we really do appreciate it uh, when you when you do that. All right. So, of course, the whole issue of the economy uh, continues to, I think it, it's going to be the obviously the big issue going into the midterms. Now, the Republicans, of, pardon me, the Democrats want to make the issue about abortion. They want to make it about the, the, uh, the Roe v. Wade decision uh, from the Supreme Court sending it back to the states. Uh, so they want to make they want to make it in that kind of that kind of election. They want to make it a referendum on that, and um, it, and to some degree, it, I think they have a good chance of doing that. And uh, uh, but I will I will give us a, a caveat uh, with that statement, and that is the decision on Roe v. Wade came down a, a while ago now. Uh, and it has it created a firestorm as we knew that it would. Um, but the question is, can they sustain the firestorm long enough to get to November to do this? And the, that's a good question. Um, but I, I do think that you're going to have some voters who are going to vote on that one issue and they are going to show up and they are going to mobilize because of that one issue. And then you have others who are probably... Um, might have disagreed with uh, with the decision um, and then probably vowed to vote about it and this kind of thing. But at the same time, though, may be taking an, a long, hard look at what's happening to their own finances, their own uh, uh, community, their own outlook, and so forth. And we may see that the, uh, the issues of inflation, uh, the border issue, uh, overall economic problems, and so forth, may start to take um, uh, you know front burner status once again as people actually get ready to vote. So we'll we'll just have to see. Uh, the Democrats, of course, are trying to make that um, a big issue uh, in terms in terms of that. Um, and then, of course, is it a referendum on all things Joe Biden? Okay. So, and, and, and a lot of times, historically, you know, presidents can lose in the midterms because expectations don't always match reality. Um, and, and that's for any administration. But when we look at the Joe Biden administration, I think quite arguably, uh, it has been an entire disaster. It's been a disaster from the point of view of so many Republicans, but also so many Democrats across the highways and byways. It's been a disaster for the all-important independents, who I think right now are really starting to break more for the Republican generic, you know, the generic Republican ticket kind of, not ticket, but um, but choice in this election. Um, and now, of course, with this new uh, contract for America or commitment to America, 
which is the an echo, a very strong echo, of Newt Gingrich's uh, contract with America back in the 1990s. This And this is something Captain Matt Bruce and I have been talking about for a while. And we've been saying, we got to have this kind of contract with America because really, folks, it will give clear choices to the voter. And the voter needs a clear choice. All right. The same thing uh, going back to Jimmy Carter versus Ronald Reagan. You have to have a clear choice. Where are we going to keep going? Are we going to keep going deeper down the rabbit hole of the Carter malaise? Are we going to keep doing this or are we going to make some change? Yes, change can be hard. Change can be jarring. Change, sometimes there is some discomfort or pain associated with it. And I don't mean, by the way, and, I, and I'm going to use that word pain, but I don't mean it like this. I don't, I don't mean it the same way when you hear, well, the Fed is going to be raising these rates so they can do what? So they can cause pain. Because pain is going to bring the economy. It's going to slow it down. And it's going to bring the prices down. And it's going to be painful enough. It's got to be painful enough. Good gravy. Are you? It's going to be painful enough. On who? On you? On me? On 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 folks across the highways and byways? That's the pain of it all. Now, that's not the way to get to economic prosperity. The way to get to economic prosperity is to provide more opportunity, lower the taxes, get people working, collect more taxes from more people, not more taxes from less people. And, you know, just it's intuitive. But the pain I'm talking about is sometimes it takes time because you have to reverse these policies. And even under Ronald Reagan, the first couple of years of the Reagan administration were pretty dark times because these 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 policies and these methodologies had to gain traction. But they gained traction. So by the time we got to 1984, it was morning in America, and Ronald Reagan gets reelected by a landslide. This is huge. So this commitment or contract, the new contract with America, is also huge because it needs it gives the people the clear choice. Joe Biden, the clear choice about Joe Biden and his this monstrosity of the bon, the Biden administration and the Democrat Party elite is going to be more pain, real pain, pain that you're not, you're going to have to constantly endure for the foreseeable future. No real end in sight. I hate to say, this isn't transitory. Oh, it's just a cyclical thing. It's going to happen. Uh, no, because they have in so many ways brought this about, right? They have cut off the fuel. They have driven up the prices. They are they are, are creating the destabilization by having thousands upon thousands and thousands of people come across the border illegally and flood into the into the system, right? Now that's not a good that's not a good policy. People want to come here. We all understand that. We get it. This is what America is about. People want a better life. But you got to come here legally. And the federal government can do things legally, don't you think? I mean, they could figure that thing out, right? If they really wanted to, if the Biden administration really wanted to. But for some reason, you know, nefarious reason, right? They they want to have the illegal immigration continue unfettered because of its destabilizing factors. I think that's just a given at this point. Um, but here's here's an interesting quote that I saw. I found this from Nancy Pelosi because we're talking about clear choices. We're talking about referendum on Biden. And all things Democrat Party elite, don't you think that Joe Biden uh, would be the clear choice 
to run again in 2024 without even getting into the cognitive problems and stuff that he obviously has, which is a sad thing, right? Um, but let's listen to Nancy Pelosi because if everything everything's good, right? It's all good. It's all really, really good, and it's all going to go well, and we're 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 you know conquering and all this kind of stuff. Listen to what she how she responds to the idea of Joe Biden running for president again. Let's listen. President Joe Biden had an interview for 60 minutes where he didn't commit to running for re-election, and I'm wondering if you think he should run in 2024, or do you think the party should put someone else forward? Might be better. I'm, I'm, I'm President. Biden is the president of the United States. He did a great service to our country. He defeated Donald Trump. Let's not forget that. If you care about the air we breathe, the water we drink, the education of our children, jobs for our, our um, their families, pensions for their seniors, any subject you can name. I'm, I'm not going into politics about whether the president should, uh, should run or not. Yes, <laughs> What's, what 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 would the obvious answer be? Uh, he, uh, by the way, it's 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 um, not only it's the education of our children, it's the air we breathe, it's the water we drink, it's all these. He defeated Donald Trump, Orange Man, bad. He he defeated him, and and already you know when uh, did you notice when she started talking? She already was talking about Biden in the past tense. So this tells me this may just even be something that the, the Democrat Party elite have already decided. He is not going to be the nominee, um, I, I would perchance to think. So they're going to try to spin this. They're going to try to put the best thing on it. But if the president has done everything that he that she said he's doing and that everything is hunky-dory and a, and a bowl of cherries here in America, why wouldn't you want Joe Biden to, to continue, right? Why wouldn't you want that? Well, that's because, folks, she's simply giving you a line, right? She's simply telling you this thing, believing, you know, that or, you know, hoping that you buy some of it. She doesn't believe it, right? She doesn't believe it. Talk about politics. She just rattled off a bunch of political stuff to you to make you think that everything's okay. But also the uh, the other obvious implication of this is that, no, he's not going to run. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. Why on earth wouldn't you? Because, number one, if you start saying the president's not running and it's obvious that he's not, and you and you come right out and say it, well, then you're also creating this notion that he's already a lame duck. And that has other uh, political power implications in Washington. And, uh, and also, of course, setting off the now turning on one another in the Democrat Party... For power in the nomination. To Kyle Warren. This is Chicago style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. 
Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's Plug Into E-Cycling Partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plugin. In sports, five games were featured in Hockey Action last week. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Kyle Warren Show. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through, rocketing through the Friday slash weekend edition of the program. And uh, so much more to tell you about, of course, as we continue through the uh, program today. And once again, welcome to everybody listening in and finding me from my appearances on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program six nights a week. Simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com. You can also go to the Captain's America Third Watch.com. That's the Captain's America Third Watch.com for more information about the Captain's America and how you can hear the program, how you can call in, how you can send a direct message. And we get all kinds of messages throughout the night on the program. Well, it's the early morning hours. Uh, I'm on the West Coast, so to me, it's it's throughout the night. That's my perspective. But, of course, it is early morning on the uh, East Coast, uh, 2 a.m., uh, and uh, out here it's 11 p.m. So, But it, as I've said before, a lot of times we get news that breaks around the world, and a lot of times the captain and I are the first ones to bring it to a live national audience with the program now. I believe it's at least over 100. i got to check with the captain on this 200 at least 270 plus radio stations around the country and uh, so just uh, again massive growth is the fastest overnight growing overnight radio program in america and uh, so we just have we just have a a real blast uh, every night on the program it's always different 
And uh, so we do encourage you if you've and if you're listening to this program, you haven't heard the Captain's America yet. Tune into the Captain's America and uh, call up. Give us a give us a hello, and we'll give you a, a hello right back, and we'll talk about uh, whatever it is you want to talk about. Uh, okay, so once again, uh, we talked about Joe Biden and the economy. We talked about whether or not he might run again. Well. He might. I, I, my thought is he's not going to run again. And one of the one of the reasons is is that we keep getting these creepy, creepy things that Joe Biden said. Now Joe Biden uh, was recently, of course, uh, at uh, uh, at a, a, a gathering, a rally, where he said the following about one of the women in attendance there. Let's let's listen in. Well, we got a lot to do. You gotta say hi to me. <laughs> We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Any rate. All right, so that was at a teacher's union uh, um, uh, gathering. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's creepy, man. Isn't that, isn't that creepy? Let's, let's listen to that one more time, uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Uh, can you imagine any other? Just, just. Just imagine any other politician in the world saying saying this. Let's listen. You gotta say hi to me. <laughs> we go back a long way. She was twelve, I was thirty, but anyway. This woman helped me get an off. And so it's all ha 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 ha. Oh, they're all laughing. And so, can you imagine if Donald Trump had said that? Like any other politician in the world, just just pick one, okay? Well, if Bill Clinton said, hey, I remember you, <laughs> you know, say, I remember you, you were like 12. Oh, my gosh. I, I got to tell you, it's it's you know, we're sort of laughing about it, but it's 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 creepy and weird. Right. And given all the all the Joe Biden stuff that we've seen him do in videos and stuff like that. I mean, this just is strange. And he's getting stranger. Uh, he can't find his way off the stage. He doesn't know where to go. He's trying to shake hands with people who aren't there. Um, the list goes on. But it's all fine. It's all okay, right? I, I just I, I just don't buy this anymore. I, I think this is really going to get a lot weirder. But I, I will say this. After the midterms are done and the, and the, the, the verdict, is, as it were, is in, um, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more Democrats start to say a lot more things about Joe Biden. We're going to start seeing, hearing things like, um, you know, there's something appears to be wrong. Uh, we need to ha- get some help. Uh, and he may not be able to uh, continue to serve. He may have to step down for medical reasons, et cetera, et cetera. Because this midterm is going to be, is going to, it's going to be to where they can't fake it anymore. They won't be able to say, it's all good. The president's on, on the ball all that stuff they won't be able to say that anymore because the voters will have spoken and they will they will have sent a loud clear message that there's they don't trust joe biden they don't they don't they don't trust him um okay let's look here real quick this is um something uh, we won't spend a whole lot of time but this is actually from newsweek and so we're going to put it into uh i guess a segment we could call the rumor mill the rumor mill okay so just so we know that it's the rumor mill that uh, we don't know uh this isn't uh, necessarily being corroborated yet but this from newsweek and this was uh, published just a little while ago on saturday chinese president xi jinping became one of the top trending topics on twitter 
amid unsubstantiated reports that he is under house arrest and that China is in the midst of a military coup. Z and the phrase uh, hashtag China coup trended on social media after tens of thousands of users spread unconfirmed rumors that the president was detained and overthrown by China's People's Liberation Army. This speculation, which has not been discussed by any reputable sources, arrived uh, as there are hardly any commercial flights flying over the capital of Beijing on Saturday, with unverified reports claiming all trains and buses are also being canceled out of Beijing. Beijing's cap- Beijing Capital Airport's website does show that several flights out of China's capital have been canceled, but many others are still scheduled or already landed. There has also been reports of, of flights were canceled amid the planned military exercise. A widely shared video posted on Twitter is also reported to show a line of military vehicles up to 80 kilometers long heading into Beijing amid reports of a military coup on September 22nd. Uh, let's see. So, uh, you know, again, this is the rumor mill. The rumor was also fueled, they said, by an Indian politician, Submaranian Swami, who tweeted to his 10 million followers on Saturday, new rumor to be checked out is Xi Jinping under house arrest in Beijing. Uh, so, I, I don't know. We're not hearing anything else on any other uh, news sources or any other kind of confirmed or, or, or other legitimate sources. So, again, we're going to put that squarely into the rumor mill. Okay, so that's where we're at with that. Uh, something else, though, also very serious. This from Time. The off, uh, the, uh, to the officers of Iran's morality police who arrested 22-year-old Mashisha, uh, Masha... Uh, Amini on September 13th that must have seemed like business as usual her brother's appeals that there were visitors on unfamiliar ground in Tehran went unheeded as she was forced away just one among scores arrested that day for showing a few strands of hair outside her headscarf but what followed is shaking the theocratic state to its core hours after her detention Amini was admitted to hospital uh, without any vital signs and brain dead quote-unquote, officials there reported. She was pronounced dead on September 16th. In the days between, the Iranian Republic, or the, the Iranian public, rather, saw a photo of a young girl um, in the prime of life attached to tubes, blood stains visible on her ear, in which uh, a doctor viewing the images called a possible sign of severe head trauma. Almost immediately, protests broke out at Amini's funeral in her hometown uh, in Iran's Kurdistan province, only to spread like wildfire across the country. Unprecedented in size and speed, they were also marked by the audacity of the protesters, led in almost every instance by women. They held aloft, held aloft pictures of Amini, waved their veils in the air, burned them in the bonfires, and shouted in um, in in the Persian, I believe, Zinjian Azadi, woman, life, freedom. Okay, so this is again things that are happening, and and in many ways. You know, the headline of this is it's shaking the Islamic, you know, the Islamic uh, 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 regime to its core, basically. Uh, that is that is something that needs to be done. Um, you know, uh, this is uh, far too long have the people in Iran be, been subjugated by the regime in Tehran. 
Um, and uh, it, we see this too with the Taliban uh, to you know to to another extent as well. Um, and talk about subjugation of women. Talk about uh, telling people what they can and can't do with their lives, what they can learn, what they can't learn, what they can say, what they can't say, what they can wear, what they can't wear, and so on and so forth. It it really is shocking to us in this day and age and in the West um, that uh, so many people still live under the thumb. Uh, you know, people make their own choices. They can live their lives the way they want to, right? But if you subjugate the people, then that is inherently wrong. And um, so we're seeing these kinds of protests. The question is, how much will the Islamic regime be shaken to its core and exactly what's going to happen? All right, folks, thanks for listening today. We will see you bright and early on Monday morning on the radio and right back here next time, folks. Thank you again for listening. Everybody out there around the globe. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.